I'm Brian, a Suns fan since 1983, and you're listening to the Suns Solar Panel Podcast. Welcome everybody into another edition of the Suns Solar Panel of Phoenix Suns Podcast. I am your host, Greg Esposito, joined by, as always, my friend Dave King. Dave, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Hey, did you tweet this out? I have not yet because uh, yeah, my computer. Tweet, if I do anything else, we can't go live on uh, on Twitter. If I uh, or on uh, YouTube, if I do anything else, my computer freaks out. So, Dave, uh, why don't you shoot that link out? And we are joined by some special guests. No, not and uh, not uh, Tim Tompkins. He's uh, uh, God knows it's what Tim Tompkins is doing. At, uh... <laughs> Tim's making some magic happen himself right now. So we're just going to let him do that. Who knows what the hell he's doing at 1154 <laughs> at night in Florida. Uh, we don't want to know, but we are joined by our friend from Fanning the Flames. We've got Justin. How are you, Justin? Hello, hello. And we've got our buddy, Paul. Paul, how are you as well? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, so, guys... I wish we weren't here talking about this in particular this evening, but uh, we are. So let's just get to it. Devin Booker does not make the All-Star team again. He uh, The reserves were named for the Western Conference uh, this evening, and Devin Booker's name not read on TNT, but Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook all make the roster. Dave, why don't we start with you? What are your overall thoughts about uh this so let's bring okay so i'll i'll just set the stage here all right so a few weeks ago we had amin al hassan on our podcast um on the solar panel and he talked about the process so this process people have pretty much picked up on it now but this process here for selecting the reserves is done strictly by nba coaches there's 30 coaches Uh, it's possible they'll delegate it to an assistant coach but there's only 30 votes total for all seven players in reserve for each conference. So let's just focus on the Western Conference coaches. They they picked their Western Conference reserves, and they had to pick three forwards. They had to pick two guards, and then they could pick two other players at any position. Um, among those eligible, of course, you can't pick somebody who's not active in the NBA this year. So, uh, for, uh, so what they had to do is they had to choose from dropdowns. Generally, it's like a Google form. Uh, they had to choose from dropdowns of forwards, uh, pick three of those again, then two guards, then two wild cards. So you can't go more than four guards total. So let's just get that out of the way. First of all, there's no way the coaches could have picked more than four reserve guards. They just can't. They're not. They don't have that option for them. So people complaining about Brandon Ingram being picked as a forward is not really in slight of Devin Booker at all, it's because there isn't enough good forwards in the West this year. So where the all-star votes are really (laughs) lacking, the options are really lacking, is Western Conference big men and Eastern Conference guards. And so Devin Booker, unfortunately, is in one of the deepest overall positions, which is Western Conference guards. The Western Conference guards are very deep because you've got longtime all-star repeaters in Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul, who has got eight nominations or seven or something like that nominations in his career, although none in the last four years. Um, But now he's leading a Thunder team to playoff position. Uh, Russell Westbrook, who's on his ninth consecutive selection, I believe now. And um, you've got Damian Lillard, who is putting up 60-point games, and he's on a team that's always in the playoffs. 
So Amin talked about the coaches are making these selections. They so they make these selections based on how they're feeling in the moment. Uh, they're doing it in between games. They've been coaching like crazy. They're on game 40 something. They know this is a popularity contest. This is only, they don't care about the all-star game. They're not opening up spreadsheets. They are not comparing efficiency numbers. They're not looking at true shooting percentages across compared, uh, between Russell and Damian and Chris and all these other guys. They're not looking at that. What they're looking at is who do I fear the most and who's been in the playoffs the most. They're rewarding winning and short of winning and playing well in, in this current year, they're rewarding guys they're scared of the most. And um, this year in the West, the, the guard crop was so deep that they didn't have to go any further than just punting and saying, OK, another Westbrook. Chris Paul's leading his team to playoff contention. Damian Lillard, uh, Damian Lillard um, got his team on the cusp, but, but they always come back and they, they, they're always in playoff contention with the Trailblazers. Um, and he's just had such a great season. His great season's even been better than Booker as far as um, raw numbers. Um, he's got that pedigree of being in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell is the fourth guard. Donovan Mitchell has been in the playoffs for two straight, two, to his two years of his two-year career. Part of that's thanks to rookie Rubio, who's now uh, guard in the, in, on the Suns. Uh, but part of that's just because that Utah system is really good, and they have Rudy Gobert, who finally made an all-star game this year, on the team. And so Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are on their first all-star teams. Uh, so good for them. Uh, Utah is second or third in the West. That's just the way this shit happens. These coaches don't care enough about the all-star game to do a lot of research. That's look, my starting take. Look, for, for me as well, it has a lot to do with the Suns have not been relevant in 10 years, right? They have uh, They have only sniffed the playoffs really in one of those last 10 seasons. And at some point, coaches just aren't paying attention uh, outside of the games that they're playing against the Phoenix Suns to anything that this team uh, is doing. And I think that plays a part in, in this as well, is the Suns have been so irrelevant for so long that, that they're going to get overlooked in these situations. Well, I think that's why I think that's why Lillard got in, because... The, the Blazers have been relevant. The Jazz got in. Donovan Mitchell got in because the Jazz have been relevant. These are current coaches who are doing this. They know who Devin Booker is. They know Devin Booker is a damn good player. The thing is, he hasn't proven until this year even, and not even quite enough this year, that he can win games. I swear to God, if the Suns had four more wins, four, if they were 24 and 23, they'd be in eighth place. Booker would be an all-star. All oh, it would take is four more wins. I don't. I don't deny that at all. I think that that, that that's very much true. Uh, Justin, what are what are your thoughts on this? I, I I think you guys have just convinced me that it doesn't actually matter, and I don't care anymore. So thank you. <laughs> well, I, I good. We're that. done here. It's been great, everybody. <laughs> I'm set. I'm Our set. Episode is a little No, I mean, at the end of the day, it's frustrating. The fact that it. Even going into the coaches making the decision for the reserves, the fact that it still remains to a very high degree a popularity contest and 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 more of a judgment on the team as a whole versus what the individual player is doing is, is frustrating. And maybe it's frustrating because I'm a Suns fan and we've been on a team that has not been uh, passing judgment as far as success goes for the past decade. But ultimately, you look at what Booker has done this year. I mean, I, I could I could just pull up my Twitter feed right now and just read 
all the ridiculous stats compared to past all-star games and other, you know, players who have the stats he has, who have never been, you know, denied an all-star appearance. And, and I mean, there's, there's a plethora of it out there, but seeing him perform like he has, seeing the team improve like it has, and still seeing him not make that team as a Suns fan is, is incredibly frustrating. And at the same time, me being, you know, the eternal optimist that I have been and will always be when it comes to the Suns. I look at it like, hey, now the team has to recognize, yeah, we did at the end of the day, in all likelihood, cost Devin Booker an opportunity to be an all-star this year. He should be an all-star. Hopefully they all take it personally and it makes them come out every single game with their hair lit on fire, wanting to pick their guy up, if you will, and 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 prove that the coaches are wrong. The fan votes are wrong. Everybody is wrong when Devin Booker didn't make the all-star team this year. Oh, that, I mean, that's got to be the hope. I mean, that's the only silver lining you can take in this is that Devin Booker is going gonna, is gonna to come out and and be even more motivated than uh, than he has been. You hope it, it puts a little bit of additional fire under DeAndre Ayton because he looks at the Utah situation and realizes Rudy Gobert helped lift up Donovan Mitchell uh, in their case as well. But the reality is nobody has missed an all-star game in the last 35 years when averaging 27 or more points at the point of of the all-star game. Devin Booker and Bradley Beal become the first guys to miss an all-star game in, in that situation this year and and to me it's just starting to seem a bit asinine but it also speaks to the fact that if this team doesn't start winning if they don't I start turning that corner Devin Booker's never going to get that that recognition that he deserves Paul what are your feelings uh, on the matter I mean I guess it just really seems like at the end of the day they the coaches just all they cared about was wins because like even if you if you just take those four guys and look at their raw counting stats and just like the basic box score that like everybody gets at the end of the game. Booker wins almost every category across the board, except for like steals. And it's like, so they just complete, they, yeah, I don't know they if they even that. looked at him. No, no. Yeah. So, so they ignored his stats. So no. they were looking they for easy wins. Win. Look, yep. De- Devin Booker wins uh, wins the eye test, wins the stat test, wins the analytics test, and apparently the only test he doesn't win is the coach's IQ test because none of them seem smart enough to to, to put him in this game, which is unfortunate. But uh, you know, I don't. I, I saw Channing Fry say, "If you're upset about snubs, be better fans and go out there and vote." And, and I'm like, it doesn't matter when when you see the Lakers fans get you know getting Alex Caruso more votes than than some of these guys deserving. That's a rigged system. That's never going to be one uh, you're going to win. Uh, and and you've got to figure out a way to to get respect. And it looks like the only way you're going to do that is with wins. You know, the last guy to be. Uh, an all-star for the Phoenix Suns is Steve Nash still. Let that settle in for you. Steve Nash is the last Phoenix Suns all-star. Well, okay, so let's let's uh, let's go toward a little bit of a silver lining. Um, and that's, you know, I'm not that kind of guy who wishes ill on other players. But there's almost always one or two players who sit out the all-star game because of some nagging injury or they need, you know, they need the weekend off because they're getting older, whatever it is. It is quite possible that Devin Booker will still actually play in the All-Star game. Uh, he can be named by the commissioner as a replacement, 
and it's quite possible he'll be the you know one of the top replacements. He won't replace a forward, but he could replace a guard in the West. So I mean, we can hold out a little bit of hope. And once you're named an All Star, you're named an All Star. I mean, do we call D'Angelo Russell a one-time All Star? Yes, we do, because he was an injury replacement. So I'm pretty sure that's how he got in last year. I just wonder. Do we feel like guys are going to do that in this game? Because the element of this is this is going to be Kobe a weekend Bryant. dedicated yeah. to Kobe Bryant. And but guys, do they need to play. That's the thing. They can be there because they were named. I, yeah, but do they I guess. need to play. But but it also makes me wonder: Does this hurt that much more for Devin Booker? Because this was a, a guy that he idolized, a, a guy that told him, as we all know, famously, go out there and be legendary to Devin Booker. I think this one probably hurts more simply for that fact. And and I wonder uh, if that, that that makes it sting a little bit more for Devin Booker. Well, I think it has to. I mean, I think it absolutely has to. Uh, you know, it's a guy that he grew up idolizing, a guy who he connected with that rookie year of his, and then, as as I understand, continued to build a relationship with. You know, he has a game earlier this week, the day, the, the you know Sunday, the day the day that everything happened, and he has an opportunity. We have an opportunity to win the game at the end of the day, and and he doesn't get the ball at the end, and. Next game, he goes off, plays incredibly well, and then you know it seems like it was all kind of leading up to this, uh, this, this. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, guys? Uh, you know, coronation, inevitability, inevitability. Coronation. You know, coronation. Something. Was, it was going to end up. You're welcome. Being a, 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 a good week for him, and I mean, I went into today fully expecting him to be named an All Star. Um, I did too. I was ready for it. I wrote both articles for brightsideofthesun.com. I wrote both, <laughs> both articles. I wrote that um, Devin Booker was picked and all the wonderful things. And then I wrote the opposite side of it. So I was able to post right after five o'clock because actually I was supposed to be able to post before five o'clock because the media gets it early. Um, so yeah, I had them both, but I was so sure that it was Booker going to be named as an all-star reserve. It's just, you know, Donovan Mitchell gets the fortune of being on a better team. He's always had better players around him. This is the first year Devin Booker's had even competent players around him. I I also posted something this morning about how bad his team has been the last few years. Mm -hmm. Just reminding everybody how bad, because we tend to forget. I saw somebody mention the other day that they think, you know, the Suns were playing really bad in a half or something like that. And they were like, this is, this team is as bad as last year. I'm like, go watch an old, go watch a game <laughs> yeah. from last yeah. year first and then come back and tell me that. Yeah, go watch any, any team he's been on since he came to the league with the exception of maybe that right. first one. We are, <laughs> but even that first one was, was the first one was Markeith Morris being oh, a dick. It was just functional as all His hell. rookie I mean. <laughs> season was Markeith Morris demanding a trade yeah. and shooting 30% from the field. Yeah, well, and and Eric Bledsoe's whole uh, and then wanting Hornacek an extension. getting yeah. fired. Yeah. Hornacek <laughs> getting fired, his whole staff getting fired. This was Jeff, the, This was Devin Booker's rookie year. The the Earl Watson uh, <laughs> love they fest lost, what, began. They lost, of 31 yeah. games because everyone either got hurt or traded or, or quit Damn. on the team. So, oh, God. It's... The, when when you look at it, people, uh, people argue, and they have on Twitter uh, vehemently over the last uh, five hours since this news broke, that... 
Well, you know, oh, w- winning obviously doesn't matter because look at Trey Young. He got in, and and they they have a worse record than the Suns. But my point is, okay, you look at it, and sure, this year they do. But since the Suns last made the playoffs, the Hawks have been there seven times, right? So it's not like the Hawks well, have been so irrelevant as a, as a franchise. Trey is lucky enough. You can't even really name any really good deserving starters in the East guards this year. That's true. I mean, Kyrie barely played. Um, Kemba isn't really that well loved. He's kind of like Booker, except he's been around longer. Uh, You know, and that's really it. I mean, so Trey Young was about all the East has in guards. Plus Trey Young had the hype off of last year and even coming out of college. Yes, he won whatever he won, but from the rookie standpoint, like he was, he made the rookie of the year race competitive. He, you know, he's flat. He's a little bit more flashy than Booker. He's also, he's that, he's that little guy kind of really good dribbler. Um, and then even he still coming well out of college. His hair so bad. Yeah. Look, it, it comes, it comes down to me. If for me, uh, Trey Young is the Victoria's Secret catalog, and Devin Booker is the Sears catalog, right? You're just it. it, it it's a sec, quote unquote sexier game because Trey Young will pull up from 40 feet for a three pointer, and Devin Booker efficiently does his work. And usually, it's uh, and at least lately this year has been a lot of the mid range game and things that aren't the the massive highlight. But he's getting things done, and if you're not watching it night in night out. Uh, you're just not aware of it, right? I mean, he made it pretty clear in that game against the Mavericks. This guy is a superstar uh, in this league right now, and, and it, but he's going completely unnoticed. He is the unknown superstar because he's been the, in the obscurity of Phoenix. And somebody in the in the comments here asked about Bradley Beal as being uh, worthy of starting in the East. Um, yeah, let's let's first real really quickly recap the voting process. A combination of fans, media, and players only pick two guards and three forwards for each side. That was the starting lineups for um, uh, that was named a week ago. And then the coaches pick all the reserves. So Devin Booker could not be picked over Trey Young. Devin Booker could not, Bradley Beal could not be picked over Devin Booker. You know, those guys aren't competing with each other. They're in a different conference. And Trey Young was picked on fan votes. So if Bradley Beal didn't get to be a starter in the East, is because the fans didn't vote for him because John Wall over, always overshadowed him. Whereas Trey Young came out as, as, as Paul just said, you know, as a recent high pick, took tons of 30 foot shots. The Hawks won 29 games last year. He's getting a little bit of credit for that. Um, and Bradley Beal has lost that little luster. And when he did have it, John Wall was his, was the better player on the team. So that's what happened to Bradley Beal. Uh, and so with the fans and then with the coaches, he's on a losing team. It's just, that's the way they vote and it sucks. Why, why? And, and, and I, I posed this earlier on Twitter. I don't know if there's an answer to this or not, but since the All-Star game is no longer an East versus West thing, why do they actually require 12 players from each conference still? Yeah, I wish, I wish guys, I'm assuming Paul has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because archaic rules, I don't, archaic tradition. I mean, I think that's simply well, what it is. I, you know, the it, owners want the best chance to get some of their players in the game, and they're, they're very territorial. And so East versus West, and they have their conferences – Blah blah blah. If you, the same reason you can't have the top sixteen make, teams make the playoffs is owners want in the East don't want to be out of a playoff spot, um, and there's people don't like change. 
So they're doing some weird stuff with the All-Star game this year anyway, but um, yeah. that's yeah. after the guys get named. And then, yeah, I wish they would get rid of conferences, at least for the reserves, maybe starters per conference, and then the reserves are independent uh, because there's no way Devin Booker would have missed out if the East was, you know, if there was 14 selections instead exactly. of seven. What, what does the league do if LeBron just picks Devin Booker for his team? Like, what? If, <laughs> he just, I'm, I'm calling an audible. I just, he, Devin deserves to be here. <laughs> I, I'd be interested to see, I mean, I don't need to see by which coach who voted for what, but I'd really like to see the vote breakdown. Like, how far out was Booker from making a spot? Like, did he okay, miss out? That- by so that's, one vote? No, Booker was around. Okay, so so here's the deal. They don't release the coaches' votes. Right. So we don't know that. But yeah. so if you're asking about fan votes, that's only one no, vote. I, I don't care about fan votes. I'm talking about the coaches. I, I know he's only going to get in via the coaches' vote. But, you know, they, yeah, they gave don't the tell. player vote breakdown to say, okay, he was ranked here or whatever. So, I mean, they, like I said, I don't need, I don't want to see who did Greg Popovich vote for. But, you know, how many vo- coaches votes did different players get? That's not going to, you know, cause an issue with, um, you know, players being mad at other coaches or things like that. Just but just wrong. Well, there's numbers. only 30. Of them. I so, know. And you can't vote for your own guy. Right. Um, yeah, which no, I think, I don't think, it, which, which I think is crap. Votes. You can't vote I'd for your like own guy. See, I'd also like to see uh, GMs be included because they're the ones who are actually doing much more uh, paying attention to the other players on other teams you know just you know that at least gets you 60 votes to have like a little bit more potential parity there because obviously the the coaches only like don't care about you know what a lot of the fans care about when they're looking at this so you know just at least expand the pool even slightly just to kind of offer some a little bit more variability, offer a little bit more of that. Um, I guess you know, well, anal- I mean, bring the analytics in a little bit more because right. the GMs will do that. Well, there you go. So add GMs and coaches as splitting on the reserves. That'd be nice. I actually like that. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a. Smart I wouldn't give thing. the fans any more say. No, 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 no. Give them less. I would not give media <laughs> any more say in choices, and I would not give players any more say in choices. So if you add GMs and split that with the coaches, I think that might be a really good idea. I think I, I think actually, if the players had more say, Devin's probably in this game. I think I the players have the most respect for Devin Booker out of anybody. Yeah, but the players uh, the also, uh, there, there was a vote for, uh, you know, I think Ty Jerome got a vote. I don't know. I just Someone someone <laughs> random on the Suns even got a vote. Ty Jerome gave opinion, himself so. the vote. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he and Aaron Baines go, said, since we can't vote for ourselves, let's vote for each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they went that route. But, uh, you know, this is an unpopular opinion, at least it has been on, on Twitter. But for me... This says uh, is another reason why I think the Suns have to make some kind of move at the deadline to bolster their bench to show Devin that they want to support and and do everything they can to try to put him in a position to get this A seed this year and, and get in the do you playoffs. You want to hear a conspiracy theory? I, I would. A why not? Has no sources. Conspiracy. <laughs> yes, theories, let's zero do sources. it. Oh, please tell me you're going with the Dennis Schroeder. He unfollowed people on Instagram. Yes. Let's roll what? with this one. Which so one? Dennis Schroeder, 
uh, is, you know, so they, there's been talk all year that the Thunder are not going to keep all three guards for some dumb reason because they might make the playoffs. I don't know. It's weird. But just tonight, Dennis Schroeder, or in the last day or so, deleted his Instagram the uh, same way he did it when he was traded from the Hawks. And uh, the Suns play in uh, – the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are in Phoenix right now to play the Suns tomorrow. Yeah, which means which means really short flight for Dennis Schroeder to get to L.A. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, he's just going to stay in Phoenix, nope. man. Let's go to – yeah. That'd be have hilarious we, if he suits up in a son's uniform and no one knows until tip. Have we been here before? We're going to find a way to get excited about something, and then it's going to be the Lakers that are the the benefactors of whatever oh, of is going the, the on sun, there's, here. Like, there's like a 1% chance the Suns get this guy. Like, at, But to me, I feel like you have to do something because uh, – you know, if Devin had made the All-Star game, he feels the recognition. Maybe uh, maybe it's n- not as much. But to me right now, this guy is feeling snubbed. He's probably thinking about the same things we're discussing here. Is it because this team hasn't been very good? Is it because winning, you know, wins and losses? What I more can I do? Devin Booker yeah. right now is saying, damn it, if my team would have been winning more in these recent years, I'd be Damian Lillard or he'd be saying, damn it. If we had a few more wins this year, I'd be in ahead of Donovan Mitchell. I mean, of course he's saying all these things. Devin Booker did nothing wrong. Devin Booker deserved an all-star selection this year. Absolutely. And it's the franchise that's holding him back because they don't have enough wins. So for sure that does that mean he's going to jump ship? No, No, absolutely not. He's been on the sun's bandwagon the whole time. He is the one driving the horses on the freaking bandwagon and moving it forward. That doesn't mean he's giving up on the Suns. No. It just means he's allowed to be a little pissed off at his situation. And, and I think you have to reward that loyalty and that dedication and the way he's played with giving him every chance you can to get in, to sneak into this eighth spot. Because it's not going to be this easy in coming years. This is going to be the low point for getting into that eighth seed. And if you can do anything to put him in a better position to potentially succeed in getting there this year, I think you should do it as long as you're not mortgaging your long-term future. You bolster that bench. You show him that you want to try to do everything you can to help him succeed. Uh, And even if you don't make it, at least it shows that you were putting forth that effort to get him the guys that he could potentially make it. If, if If they do nothing or they sell at the deadline I think that is a huge mistake and a bad uh, not a bad but the wrong kind of sign you want to send to Devin Booker especially after getting snubbed in the all-star game and 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 I'll I'll say just to kind of counter that well for if they sell yeah I'm with you on that if they sell bad 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 move but even if they don't make a move keep in mind the fact that Look at the record that the Suns have since Aiton's been back and since in games that Aiton and Booker have played together and games that Aiton, Booker, and Rubio have all played together. Uh, they're an above 500 team. So even if they don't make a move, and I'm not saying they shouldn't, I would love for them to make a move. The Suns absolutely have to bolster their bench. But even if they don't make a move, I don't think it necessarily sends the wrong message because this team at full strength, and obviously I'm speaking in hypotheticals here, but... If this team was at full strength all year, you have to imagine they would have at least those four wins that Dave was talking about earlier, and he very well could be an all-star. 
Exactly. And of course, that then brings up the, well, it's DeAndre Ayton's fault. I'm not going to get into that. But (laughs) but it kind of is. I mean, look, we can't absolve that dude. He was out 25 games, 30 total with injury, but 25 of his own accord. That could have been four more wins and Devin Booker would be an all star. But that is very true. But shit happens and we just move on. But that bench was still going to be the the sore spot for this roster. The the yes, flaw they still played like there. Crap. So mm-hmm. so even even if he had played, I'd well, still be sitting guards. here saying I mean, Frank would have had yeah, more time yeah, on the yes, bench. He wouldn't the, have been starting. The bench the guards. guards. But uh, I would still be sitting here uh, saying the same thing because you never address the backup point guard situation. So anytime Rubio was hurt. You basically reverted back to the situation you had last year. G yeah, League level man. point guards starting for your team. So that right there probably cost you the four wins Dave was talking about too. So I, I, I still think you have to do something for that bench, even with what you're, what you're saying, Justin, because right now, Devin Booker has to be on. He has to score 25 to 30 points, and then he has to hope you know, either DeAndre Ayton is a dominating force or two of those other starters are really feeling it because you cannot count on anything, not one thing from that bench unit. And that is a tall order for this son starting five to, to actually have to accomplish night in and night out to stay in the, uh, in the thick of this playoff race. And, and that worries me most reward Devin Booker's effort and, and what he's done with trying to get him at least a piece or two uh, before this deadline. Paul, give us your thoughts. <laughs> Can we pump the brakes a you little out, bit? <laughs> I mean, Yes, we need. We should try to aim for the eighth seat, and I do agree that we should probably go for a move. But at the same time, can we go back a little bit to what our expectations were coming into this season? We are meeting or exceeding what most everybody's expectations for this season were, mm-hmm. including were James Jones. I don't know if he was talking out of his ass when he said that at the uh, <laughs> right side night thing, but he did say they were ahead of where he anticipated them, which which is kind of odd for a coach to say. Honestly. Look, if the, if the Suns win 35 games, they'll have the biggest turnaround in the league this year. So absolutely they're ahead of they're they're ahead of schedule, ahead of reasonable schedule. I agree with you, Paul. No, Keep I, going. Sorry to interrupt. And I and I no, agree no, wholeheartedly you. too, Paul. I, I and there's no disagreement in that. So Right. Well, I mean it just it just feels like we keep moving the stick and mm-hmm. it's like you know and we, we did that at the beginning when we had a really hot start and then we, you know, fell back a little bit and then, you know, Aiden came back and we've made up some ground. And if we're continue, if we continue at the pace of making up that ground, we'll probably be closer, closer to a 500 team and we'll, but again, still be on the same pace or possibly exceed the pace that everybody had expected the team to be coming in. So, yes, Aiton missed 25 games. We couldn't even be in a better position if he was, had been around. Baines has been out a lot. Cam Johnson's been out a lot. Frank's been out a lot. That, so, like, we're missing a lot of our, our score, our shooters, because weirdly all our shooters are in the front court. Um, so our bench looks even weaker than it is. And, yes, I agree, at Greg, that um, we didn't address the backup point guard position. But you got to remember, we had – we had at least addressed the point guard position. <laughs> That's true. Period. <laughs> true. We that at least addressed the starting point guard. And, but you know, in someone in the comment. Position, yeah. Somebody, we have a starting five. It's like, 
it, right. you know, we got to go do this in increments here. We can't just like, here's a whole new team that's everybody's great. Look, look, it I, a little bit of time. James Jones got who he who he could get. He's got to do it again at the at the trade deadline on a small scale. And someone in the in the comments put in a few targets that the Suns could go after, like an Alec Burks. Um, I don't think Josh Hart's going to be available, uh, folks, because Pelicans are going to go for a playoff spot too. Tristan Thompson, the Suns don't really need another big as long as no. Frank comes out at some point, comes back at some point. Use a scorer off the bench for sure, but we should not forget to give them credit as, as, as Paul says, for all the work that James Jones already did to almost double this team's win total. Look, I've been, I've been banging the drum and Dave, you know, this because I've done it annoyingly. So since July that, that the drum that they've been there, they're a 32 to 35 win team. Right. But the thing to me is with, with how bad the eighth seed will likely be, what if they? What if it's thirty six or thirty seven wins to to get in the playoffs? Be that eight seed. The eight seed's already at five hundred. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying like what it's it's only a few steps from where where they were likely to be. So you might as well try to go for it because again, you are not going to see the path to an eight seed be any easier than it is this year. It's going to get much rougher in the West. So if you have a window of opportunity, you should probably go after it because you don't know how, how far away you're going to be out next year. Right. And we, and the Suns could be the Kings next year who are struggling more than they were last year. So absolutely, Greg, I I don't disagree with you. Well, hopefully we don't change our coach again. Oh yeah, no (laughs) shit. That's true. <laughs> is it is it weird that if the Suns snuck into that eighth seed, is it weird that I feel like you know, hey, the Lakers? Meh. Yes, we that's very them. weird. Is that weird? Lakers, is that too, not is that weird for you, but weird in general? Yeah. <laughs> Relatively speaking, not weird. Got it. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> for for you, right on par. In I mean, general, I'm yes. A, I'm weird. a Suns fan, but it would be really fun to see the Pelicans take on the Lakers in the playoffs. And Zion smash the hell out of those guys while losing. Yeah, I think. I think, think it'd be, be more fun to watch DeAndre smash the hell out of those guys while losing. But, I would have uh, fun, but I think overall as a league, it'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, but I don't give a crap about a league that uh, it's going <laughs> to screw Devin aren't Booker. We here, in, aren't right? we here complaining about yeah. the league? Yeah, Look, screwing Booker. Like, yeah. who cares what the league wants, Dave? Come on. So let's wrap this. Wait, talk to Booker tomorrow. So let's wrap this up. We're talking about tomorrow night. So tomorrow night, the Suns actually play Booker's rival on the All-Star game, the guy on the All-Star team. The guy who made it in over Booker was Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook. But Chris Paul is in Phoenix, and the Suns are going to play the Pelicans, or not, sorry, the Pelicans, not the... <laughs> so the OKC's in town, but the Suns are playing the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Suns are going to play the Thunder Friday. You guys buy tickets. Go on, go on StubHub. Go on Ticketmaster. Go wherever you need to go. Get in that arena and cheer for Booker and boo the f out of Chris Paul because <laughs> he's the one who got in ahead of Booker. He doesn't deserve it. And let's have the Suns prove it, just like they proved it to Luca, who got the best draft pick. God damn it! So let's go in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Hey, agree with you. We can prove who's the better All Star candidate. And and Devin can smash Chris Paul around. Yeah, I, and if you and if you want to take out your anger and send angry DMs and uh, direct angry t- tweets at Paul just because of the name, go for 
I highly it. recommend it. We do that even when it's not an all-star stunt that involves. This is true. <laughs> uh, I yeah, but I I could I could easily see Devin Booker go out and and drop fifty on Chris Paul tomorrow night. Just I I feel I kind of feel bad for Oklahoma City because basically they're going to take the wrath of everything that Devin Booker is feeling right now. And if I'm the Suns, my first 10 plays are going straight to Devin Booker and you clear out. Just let him let him just do what he let needs to and, at, at the beginning of that game because he's going to have so much pent-up aggression uh, that it could be something special you see at that first quarter. Uh, okay, hold on really quick then. How many points is Booker scoring tomorrow night, guys? Let's say 40. Forty-three. I'm gonna take forty-five. Seventy-seven. I'll take forty-six then. Oh, I'll take. I'll take eighty-one. Real, realistically, I'm thinking eighty-one. I'm taking one. One dollar. without getting over. I'll take one. He's gonna drop. He's gonna drop eighty-one points tomorrow. It'll be. It'll be amazing. An amazing tribute and a fu to everybody. Uh, that didn't vote for him. Well, uh, well, guys, this has been fun. Uh, I was up at 4.15 uh, this previous morning. So, so was I. I'm exhausted yeah, happens, right now. Man. So time, time to go to bed, everybody. So we really do appreciate you listening to the solar panel. Check out uh, Fanning the Flames, please. Uh, we, we would appreciate it if you give these guys love. We uh, They're the only Suns podcast we'll promote. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Take that for what you will. <laughs> I've, uh, I love <laughs> Sons podcast. All the podcasts are awesome. Fan and Flank is the Look, best. we maxed we maxed out at who we could uh, we could pump up, and uh, you know instead of gnashing my teeth, I'm just going to tell you, follow Fanning the Flames. Uh, check out uh, <laughs> check out the guys. Check out the guys. Uh, you can find them on uh, the bright side of the sun as well. Uh, so for Dave, for uh, for Justin, for Paul, I'm Greg Esposito. Thanks for watching and listening, and we will uh, be back on Saturday with more of the Sun Solar Panel. Hey, guys, it's Espo back to remind you that there are many ways that you can support this show. Uh, you can start by following us on Twitter, you know, following us at Sun Solar Panel. Leave a five-star review. That's right five-star review. You probably remember when I used to do that. We might even read it on the show. You can click the link in the bio and leave us a voicemail and, and support the show that way. Or you can go to sunshirts.com, buy a shirt. Or, you know what? There is another way. There's I told you, there's so many ways to support this show and keep Dave with getting his Geritol, get Tim to get his glasses, keep me feeding my daughter, however you want to look at it. You can help uh, help the show out. You can donate uh, as well. If you click the link in the show notes, you can donate one, five, ten dollars uh, to the show, and it is greatly appreciated as it helps us keep doing this. This is a passion project for Dave, Tim, and I. We all uh, do other things, but we love connecting with you, the Suns fans, twice a week. So support us, sunshirts.com. You can donate, follow us, leave a five-star review, however you want to do it. We appreciate you. And you know what? If you donate 10 bucks, Tim's going to send you some Suns uh, solar panel swag. I don't know where he's getting it. It's probably some shady place that, that he knows about out there in Florida, but it's cool stuff, so uh, donate. Thanks again, uh, Greg here, and Tim and Dave also appreciate you. It's Sun Solar Panel. You can support us, sunshirts.com, or leave a donation.